begun! Baby, I need some action tonight! <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of The Action Returns. I'm your host, Brian. With me, as always, is my brother, Nez. What's up, man? I'm good, man. It has begun. Mortal Kombat. 1995. Fuck, man. That was 20... 26, 27 years ago? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That was a long time ago. (laughs) Yeah. I think think it's 26, because... Yeah, I started working in 95 on my job. Yeah, 20, damn, 26 years? Shit, where'd the time go? <laughs> oh, uh, man, yeah, August 18th, 1995. Oh, shit, and I forgot uh, Paul W.S. Anderson uh, directed this. Hmm. Yep. Uh, when did you first see this? 95. Uh, I saw this in the theater. Uh, How old were you in 95? <laughs> I was 15 years old. Oh, shit. <laughs> I was in my 20s. I was with my boys, and uh, we, you know, played the game and stuff. So we were like, fuck it, let's go watch the movie. And thought it was pretty badass. And, uh, of course, you know, the, the the song gets you amped up. My, one of my boys jumped up, started, started popping in the aisles doing his thing <laughs> it was it was a good time but yeah damn man that's uh, that's a long time ago yeah oh mortal combat in each of us there burns the fury of a warrior in every generation, a few are chosen to prove it. One of you three will decide the outcome of the tournament. Three strangers will travel to the mystical realm of Outworld to defend our people against Shang Tsung. You will And his forces of darkness in an ancient tournament. One more victory. Your soul is mine. And our world is theirs. It has begun. This seems pretty fucking lengthy. Lord Raiden handpicks three martial artists, federal agent Sonya Blade, 
Shaolin Monk, Liu Kang. He was not no damn Shaolin Monk. And action movie <laughs> sensation Johnny Cage and mentors them. After intense training, Raiden transports the trio to Outworld, the site of the interdimensional fighting tournament. There, the three humans must defeat demonic warriors of evil Shang Tsung or allow Tsung to take over the Earth. Um, I knew IMDb would shorten it up. Three unknowing martial artists are summoned to the mysterious island to compete in a tournament whose outcome will decide the fate of the world. As you mentioned, this was directed by Paul W.S. Anderson. People might know him from the Resident Evil movies and what was it, Event Horizon and being married to hot-ass Mila Jovovich. Did he do Monster Hunter? Yeah, I think so. Really quick, what'd you think of that one? It was what it was. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I didn't hate it, but, you know, I'm not... <laughs> if they never do anything else with it, I ain't, ain't going to hurt me. I loved it. I mean, I, I know a lot of people didn't, but I, I thought it was awesome. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I was telling Taylor, I think my my problem with it, I, I don't know nothing of the game. so Well, not really a problem of it. Yeah, kind of both a problem and not a problem. It's me not knowing the game. I was kind of confused, but at the same time, I wasn't expecting anything. And I didn't I, know what I, to I think, expect. Yeah, I think he hated it because he's oh, yeah, a fan yeah. of the game. So, yeah, I've never played any of the games. I didn't even know it was a game. I didn't even know Ron Perlman was in it. I, I didn't, I didn't know. Up. All I knew, Mila was in it. <laughs> but yeah, we'll we'll talk about that another time. But yeah. Uh, Mortal Kombat. Uh, after you first saw this one, what did, what did you think? Or well, let's go back a little bit. Um, what's your history on the the video game? Uh, played it off and on. Um, of course, you know when it first came out in the arcades, you know that was that was the thing to do. You know, I, I still remember them days. You know, you put your you put your quarter up on the on the screen. You you know you got next. You sit there and play. And then when when it got to the home consoles. Uh, didn't really play it as much then because you know you got depending on which console you had you you had the one with no blood so it just kind of was like well what the fuck is the point and yeah I, I'm I'm kind of uh, off and on on the games which uh, I tend to buy games and never play them so. But as far as that, you know, that's that's about it. You know, I wasn't real deep into Mortal Kombat, but uh, I, I enjoyed the movie. I was familiar with the with the core characters. Yeah, um, my history with the game, uh, we played it at Seven Eleven. We had our fighting games. I was talking talking uh, about uh, these fighting games with my son, my youngest son, and I was telling him, I was like, yeah, we we played this one game. I think it was called. Um, karate champion or Yi Yu Kung Fu or something. I I can't remember. Was uh, that the one in Bloodsport that they were playing? It was. Yeah, it was kind of like that. I, yeah. It was probably that game. But that yeah, one, I, I, mean, I remember that one. <laughs> um, that was fun. I mean, that was fine for us. I mean, at, at the time in the eighties, I mean, those were the the limited with the fighting games. 
And then uh, when Street Fighter came out, I think she, did Street Fighter come out before Mortal Kombat? I want to say yeah, but double check. Um, but if it did, oh, excuse me. I mean, we played Street Fighter, and that was fun. Uh, the movie sucked, but um, yeah, uh, a year before. Okay, so we were all in the Street Fighter, and, and that was awesome. Um, e Honda was my man. And then Mortal Kombat came out, and we didn't know what it was. Oh, it was a new fighting game. Oh, okay. I mean, we look at it, and I mean, the Street Fighter was animated. This one was kind of like real people, but it looked all pixely and mm-hmm. and shitty. And we're like, what the what the hell is this? <laughs> but we, all right, just threw in our quarters. And, uh, it's a fighting game, and then we're like, oh my god! And, and it was fun, man. As we got, it was just a new fighting game. So we were like, yeah, yeah. And then we had these other kids that came in. Here, try this, try this. And that's when you were learning all all the moves, the, the little secret moves. Uh. And I was like, what? Because I remember one of my friends, I don't know, he we were just put using the joysticks and, and hitting buttons. Um he he was Scorpion and he threw uh come here or get over here, whatever he said in the first game. Mm-hmm. And I was like, What the fuck? How'd you do that? I don't know. <laughs> so we, we were just doing all kinds of stuff. And then as as the game went on, people, all right, now all right, people were figuring out how to do these moves, and then that's when we all started doing it, and then uh, the second one came out, and then once the, the home consoles started playing, I had it on uh, Sega, Sega Genesis, and I played that shit to death. Uh, I think I got as far as Mortal Kombat 3 playing them at home, and then I just kind of tuned out. I love playing those ones. Mm-hmm. Um, the second one's probably my favorite. Um, Scorpion's my guy, and, and every time I play it, play it. And, uh, and but it just kept coming out new ones because I mean video games were just getting better and better and better and now what I think it's Mortal Kombat eleven or twelve or whatever it is now yeah. I can't even play that I don't know what to do uh, my son has it on Xbox and I don't like the Xbox controller I'm just not familiar with it so I'm just hitting buttons and the things at the top and I, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> I still have fun playing it. I mean, but I just, it just got too complicated for me. And I'm sure you gamers that are listening are like, what are you guys talking about? Tell easy. I, I just don't play them that much. So, but if you put shit, put the Sega Genesis one in my hand, I'll, I'll whoop your ass. Because <laughs> it's only the directional pad and the three buttons. And, and that was it. But, uh, I mean, I loved it. I mean, I still play it when I can. Uh, if I do go to an arcade and see see it there, I'm like, I, I got to play. Uh, I went from a quarter. I think it's like a dollar something now. I was like, what happened to a quarter? <laughs> but, <laughs> different In, times. Everybody. Inflation. <laughs> yeah. So uh, when the movie came out, um, yeah, we went and saw Street Fighter. I said, oh, my God, this movie is terrible. But, um when Mortal Kombat came out, I was kind of like, it's probably just going to be shitty like Street Fighter was. But uh, Mike, he was the one. He's like, dude, you got to see this, man. It's hella good. And I was like, all right, whatever. He was, come on, let's go see it. So me and Mike and uh, one of our other buddies went and seen it. And I wasn't expecting much. But when it, once it got going and uh, the, the, the theme song, just I don't like that 
techno, trance, whatever you want to call that kind of music. I just don't <laughs> dig it. But I was like, oh, my God. I mean, I, I got juiced uh, every time. I, I was listening to that song as I was driving home tonight, and it still hypes me up. Uh, but then watched the movie. I was like, man, that was hella good for 95. But in 2021, <laughs> I still love it. It's one of my favorite martial arts films. But the CGI and special effects do not hold up. <laughs> Ooh, they don't. And rewatching it, the, there's a couple of people that are just god awful in their fight scenes in this one. Um, I love Bridget Wilson. She she's hot. Uh, Veronica Vaughn, Miss Vaughn. Yeah. <laughs> so hot. Want to touch the Heine? <laughs> yeah, she, I have a problem with her. I, I don't really blame her because she doesn't look as fluent in her fight scenes, but that's because uh, she wasn't the original person cast. That was uh, Cameron Diaz. And uh, she ended up breaking her hand training, and they had to like recast like super quick. So, uh, from what I understand, uh, Bridget Wilson had to train as they were filming. Well, you could see it. She only had one fight scene. Yeah. And it was like super slow mo. So they had to, all right, just do it the best you can, and we're going to slow it down anyway. <laughs> um, I've liked her in just about everything she has done. Um, probably Last Action Hero is she's only in it for a little, but I did love her in that. And yeah, uh, Billy Madison, but her fight scene is probably like the weakest fight scene in the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> she takes on Kano, and Kano's a badass character in the game, but they did him dirty uh, in the movie. <laughs> so, they punked him throughout this movie. I know. I mean, they made him seem. I mean, he looked all right. I mean. He didn't look like how he looked in the game, really. But, I mean, for the special effects that they did, the the prosthetics and everything with the metal face on, on one side, it looked cool for 95. And it still kind of looks cool now. But the fight scene wasn't the greatest. It was just like, eh, couple hits, couple kicks, and then she does a handstand and then snaps his neck. I was like, really? <laughs> but... um. She had she did have a couple other little fight scenes in it, but not, this was like her main one, where it was just her uh, fighting in the tournament. Um, but to, to run through the cast, Christopher Lambert as Lord Raiden. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it gets it gets a little bit worse when we get to the next one. Oh, oh, I love him. I, I love. Uh, <laughs> Tell's his name, damn it. He's been in uh, James Remar. Yeah, I mean <laughs> I, I think he's officially inducted with Larry Fishburne as a Hall of Fame member because he's coming up a lot. <laughs> he was a drug dealer. Now he's uh, uh was was Lord Raiden supposed to be Asian character from from the game? I that's what I thought. I yeah. I I think he's based on, I'm not 100% sure if anybody knows, let us know. Um, I think he's based on an Asian uh, character, but they never really said he was. And I don't know. It, it, it doesn't feel right. 
So it feels like he's based off of the, uh, what's his name, from uh, Big Trouble in Little China. That's how I always envisioned him. That's what they were saying. They were saying they, they kind of based um, uh, Raiden off of, uh, was he Rain? I think it was yeah. Rain in uh, Big Trouble in Little China. But I love Christopher Lambert. Uh, there can be only one for you Highlander fans. Um, was that was that the tagline? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. We we need to do Highlander at oh, some. We point. will because uh, Clancy Brown's amazing in that movie. <laughs> but um, yeah, whatever. I mean, okay, it's a movie. Let's you got to get someone famous, and it wasn't like there was a ton. That there wasn't a ton of, of Asian actors that could have played this role. I mean, there was a bunch of them. All right, just, all right. Let, let's get the let's get the white guy uh, to do it. So, uh, but Robin Shio, I think that's his last name. Luke mm-hmm. Kang, I liked him. Uh, he was funny in uh, Beverly Hills Ninja with the late and great Chris Farley. Um, he did what he did. I mean, he he was the real deal. I mean, he he knew his martial arts. I thought all the fight scenes he had were awesome. Uh, Lyndon Ashby, Johnny Cage, um, he was a typical Hollywood asshole, and, mm-hmm. but he could kick ass. Uh, that that fight with Scorpion was my favorite fight in the whole film. Yeah. Uh, Shang Tsung, Kari, Hiro, Hiro Yuki, oh man, Tagawa. Yep. Um, I like him in everything he's done. He pops up in a ton of films. Um. I met him once at Comic Con. The, the quick little story: I, the the day was over. Uh, they're kicking everyone out. I was walking in the front, and I saw him just standing there. Look, like he was waiting for a ride or something. And if you guys have been to San Diego Comic Con, there's just thousands and thousands of people walking. Either nobody knew who he was, or and and maybe I was the one that that that, that started it. Um, cause I saw him standing there and I, well, I just went, Whoa, um, I just said Shang Tsung and he went, Hey brother, how you doing? And, uh, <laughs> and I started talking to him. I could have talked about him for, with this or other films he had done. I brought up the, the Disney original movie, uh, Johnny Tsunami. If, if you guys have seen that, <laughs> he was Johnny Tsunami's, uh, grandfather in that one. <laughs> Wasn't he in the, the Mexican mafia and American me? Yeah, he was. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that, when I just ordered that, I should be getting it pretty soon. Right. Um, so we were, I was just talking about that movie, and he was like, oh, yeah, man, that was a fun movie to make, and da-da-da. Hey, man, it was nice meeting you, and got a picture with him and, and took off. Uh, someone else kind of, is that Shank Song? I said, yeah, dude, he's hella cool, and they were sweet. So they went up and started talking to him. Um but he's good in everything he's done. Shang Tsung, I mean, for all the movies that he has done, that was the first thing that popped in my head. <laughs> but he at least responded to it like, oh, hey, how you doing? I mean, he didn't like just look at me like, oh, here's another fanboy. <laughs> but uh, Bridget Wilson, I mean, I love her. I mean, she she's hot and everything. Sonya Blade, they only gave her minimal stuff to do. Uh, Princess Katana. Talisa Sato, I think that's how you're saying her name. <sighs> she was what she was. I mean, other than just fucking something to look anything. at. Yeah, <laughs> do anything. Uh, we'll talk about her more in the second film. Uh, the guy Trevor <laughs> got her to play Kano. Yeah, he did what he could do. Uh, rest uh, in peace, Trevor. He he died, I think. 
not too long after this movie came out. A few years. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Man. I didn't know that. Uh, Chris Casamasa. He played Scorpion. Francois. Uh, Francois. Yeah, I, there's a little something under the sea. Uh, Pettit. He played Sub-Zero. Um, he was cool. And Keith uh, Cook was Reptile. And then there was a bunch of other people in it. Um, but as far as when they were fighting and there wasn't no special effects added to it, maybe a little, a couple things. I liked it. I thought all the fight scenes were awesome. Uh, it was cool to see Goro, if you guys ever used him or, or fought him in the game. Um, he looked cool. It was a practical effect. Um, but he did nothing in this movie. <laughs> is he? Is he supposed to be like stupid? I like in the movie, yeah, but I, I, <laughs> not in the game. He was a tough one to beat. If for some reason, he always would grab me, well, with his um, bottom hands, mm-hmm. and then his top hands just fuck me up, and then I'm dead. <laughs> so, but um, I could never beat Goro. Uh, but um, again, with the CGI, it was just. Crap! Oh man, I didn't. I didn't. Even, well, I guess it was cool '95 because CGI was starting to pop up and everything. But 2021, out of every, everything we've seen now, even the 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 smallest, lowest budget films, their CGI is is better than than this. Um, but the first time seeing Scorpion when the, when the little thing came out of his hand. I did not like that. I was like, really? Did, did it come out of his hand? I thought he just threw it <laughs> uh, in the game. Teeth and stuff? No. <laughs> uh, I mean, it looked dumb. And it going, uh, I don't know how far it went, because he was standing pretty far away before they started fighting. And then when it wrapped around the tree and it had mouth and teeth, I was like, oh. <laughs> I didn't like it in 95, and I still don't like it now. But. I love Scorpion, but I mean, it's, uh, this this movie was what it was. Um, I thought the Sub Zero fight was cool, but it just—it's kind of short. Yeah, it was. I mean, Reptile one—that one was a little bit longer, and mm-hmm. I like that fight. But um, the Johnny Cage and Scorpion—that one went on for like a, a good five minutes, I would say. Mm-hmm. And and that one was my favorite. And uh, the score was good. And then with the uh, metal music and everything they add, especially during the Johnny Cage and, and Scorpion fight, I loved it, that background music. But um, overall, I mean, I still enjoy this film. I just picked up the Steelbook with both films in it. Um, it it's a, it's, it's, it is a martial arts uh, classic, and maybe some of you might not think so, but for as far, far as video game movies, I mean, it was what it was. It came out at the right time, uh, and then because at that point we we had the shitty Street Fighter, then we got this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was some animated ones, the 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 anime Street Fighter one. That one was badass, but the CGI uh, Mortal Kombat movie was crap. It, the, the beginning CGI with with, uh, with the animated stuff it, it just didn't didn't look good at all. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I mean, I enjoy this film 
for for what it is. I mean, it's it's a part of uh, of movie history and everything. But um, as far as the story, the story was all over the place with this one because um, each character had a reason why they wanted to go to Mortal Kombat. Uh, to start off with Liu Kang, at the very beginning of the film, uh, Shang Tsung killed uh, uh, Liu Kang's brother, Chan, or whatever his name was. Yeah, and random so, guy. Yeah, so that was the reason why he wanted to do it. Uh, Johnny Cage, he only did it because he, he was a movie star and he was a asshole. Uh, oh, people, but, people thought he couldn't fight for real. Yeah, and, so... Shang Tsung showed up as, as posing as his master, saying, "If you win this tournament, people know you're the real deal." Yeah, so I mean, that was a reason why he went. And Sonya Blade, she went in into it because she was uh, hunting Kano because Kano killed uh, her partner. So that was that was their main reasons for them showing up. And uh, Raiden, the God of Thunder and the Defender of the Earth Realm, he's the one that kind of, all right, you guys, this this is a, this is what's happening and this is what you're gonna do. Yeah, I don't see Raiden. I just see Christopher Lambert. <laughs> yeah, I. And well, I mean, he just—I don't know. He—he he, he just wasn't good. <laughs> he kept trying to be funny, like. When he would say something that was like supposed to be serious, and then he would just be like, <laughs> and I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, I, I, he's done so many movies that everyone always goes to Connor McLeod from Highlander and everything, but this one, I was like, what the, what the hell is he supposed to be? Yeah, I didn't like the way he talked like this. And I was like, oh. Come on. <laughs> um, yeah, so they, they they go, okay, we're, we're go, you guys are going to um, uh, Shang Tsung's island because they were still in the Earth realm, but Shang Tsung was one of the adversaries of the Outworld. So and that was the reason they get there. I mean, that first fight scene with Liu Kang and... Um, Whatever the the black guy's name was, I mean it was cool. I, I liked what they were doing. I mean they hand to hand and kicks and everything, and then they went to the the sticks, which was cool. But they they really went for it with the 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 little dialogue from the video game. Like after Liu Kang beat up that guy, and Shang Tsung walk walks up on him, and your soul is mine, and sucks him out, and then after he's dead, then he goes, fatality. It, did he need to say that? No. <laughs> oh, was, uh, uh, in my opinion, it, it gets worse when we get to. Okay, my favorite fight is the Johnny Cage Scorpion, but everything Scorpion had to say. I mean, okay, he had to say is get over here, but then when he wants him to come down, he's like get down here, and and it gets worse in the second one. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, he should have just stuck with the uh, get over here. That would I would have been fine with that. If he did that? That come here and get down here. And I was like, oh, this is, this is. but I liked the way he looked, um, Scorpion. Yeah. I, I I still love. There's many different 
uh, costume that he's worn th- throughout the game. Um, I still want one of those. Uh, now that we got to wear masks and everything, I want a scorpion mask. That's what I want. I actually, I, I like the one that he had in this, but there's been tons of other ones. There's awesome guys. If you go on uh, Etsy or, or one of those ones, the guys that make the masks, and then especially for now, they're probably cleaning house with uh, making these masks. Now there is a little ones when it's just printed on it. Yeah, those look cool too. But the the ones where the guys actually make them, they look pretty sweet. Um, especially the the cosplayers that that do it. Uh, yeah. Obviously, there's stuff that they, they make, and they they look legit, man. They they look so awesome. Um, but I, I liked how they looked in this. I know some people didn't uh, really care for them, but I mean, it, it was what it was. I mean, it was 90, 1995. I mean, just all right. That, that that's the best they could do. Um, I did like his eyes. I thought how they were white. I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sub Zero looked awesome, but he didn't have the little contacts. He just looked normal. But so after that first fight, oh, when Shangar Liu Kang beats up that dude, yeah, okay, cool, whatever. Um, then Sonya gets into it and ends up killing Kano, and I'm like, ah. I wanted a little more in that fight. <laughs> it only lasted like maybe a minute, if that. Yeah. Because Kano was talking a lot of shit even before. Yeah, they didn't give him much to do. And and obviously, Shang Tsung didn't give a shit about him. I think he was expecting this. And was he trying to bang Sonya? Kano? Or? No, Shang Tsung. Because <sighs> he was like, I have a gift for you. And she's like, I don't want nothing. And then it's Kano. And then he was like, you can thank me later. I'm like, oh, what, are you, well, what are you trying to do? Sorcerer. <laughs> but it was what it was. <laughs> All right. Right here. I'm on Wikipedia. I'll read this sentence. Sonia seeks revenge on an Australian crime lord, Kano, for murdering her fellow officer. <sighs> Was he a crime lord? Hey, okay, that's <laughs> what he said in the movie. Yeah, he's a he's a, he's a under underboss or something like that. I'm like, okay, <laughs> so but, um, I did like uh, to go back when they were on the boat going to the island. I mean, obviously it was just in a uh, in a studio somewhere with crazy lighting and, and effects of the things flying around in the air. And then this is when we get the, cause Raiden's on, on the, on the boat with them as well. And he spots out, Oh, it has begun. And then <laughs> they're looking up in the sky and there's all kinds of real cheap special effects. Again, 1995. That's what we had. But I, I do love this one. I like, I like how Shang Tsung looks when he's standing up on the the bow of the boat. Mm. It has begun. I mean, I, I thought that was cool. I, I've always loved that line. But, uh, but once they get to the island, I mean, other than Sonya, she pretty much did what she wanted to do, killed Kano, and she, now she's just there uh, until it's time to go home. Uh I think because after after that first fight with Liu Kang, and then there was just talk, and this is when they kind of uh, meet Princess Katana, and she kind of lets them know because she's the adopted daughter from the Emperor, which they keep mentioning we haven't seen. Yeah, asked, was he the the Emperor? Was he like the uh, the leader of the Outworld or the nah. ruler? 
I guess they just kept saying the emperor or like the emperor of where. Yeah. Um, then they show uh, Goro because you kind of see him, his shadow in the background. And then when he beats up all those dudes. Oh, we, we also see a horrible CGI reptile. Oh, my God. It's. <laughs> Um, my knowledge of reptile was for the video games, and he never looked like that. Maybe he did later. I, I don't know, but I, I mean, just... <laughs> he's supposed to be like like camouflage, and then he appears, and then he, I'm just like, oh gosh, go back to being camouflage because it's fucking the worst, probably the worst thing in this movie. Kind of reminds me of uh, Steve Buscemi's character in uh, Monsters Inc. How he kept blending into everything. Hmm. Yeah. But that looked a million times better. This was uh, maybe it looked good on paper, but it just it didn't look good at all on this. Um, <laughs> so uh, after we kind of meet them and I, we were introduced to Goro and everything, and I mean there was still a lot of talk of what was going on. Other than Lou's main, uh, his main thing was to defeat Shang Tsung uh, for him for killing his brother. But then once they kind of get into uh, the whole thing, this is when um, because there was the rules were, I mean, you can challenge anyone and you could fight anywhere on the island. It didn't matter where and when it did. It started off with an audience, but once everyone was fighting, um, there was no more audience. It was just the the two fighters. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have liked to have seen maybe quick clips or maybe a montage of other people fighting on the island because there was a, t- a ton of people there. Yeah, could have got like a blood sport type montage real quick. Yeah, I mean they, they could have did that, but they all right, whatever. I mean we don't know them, so <laughs> how long was this movie? What uh. 101 minutes. Um, okay. An hour and 41 minutes. Uh, not very long. But yeah, I think they could have gave us some a quick little montage of, of other fights. Um, so this is when, uh, like, how the hell did Johnny Cage get way out in the middle of the woods? They never showed that. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming he got teleported there, but they never showed anybody get teleported. No, they kind of just went, all right, uh, all right, Mortal Kombat's begin. Uh, do what you got to do. And then we see Johnny out in the woods uh, looking around, and he hears things, and this is when we're, we see Scorpion. And we we saw Scorpion and uh, Sub-Zero earlier in the film, but they, they didn't do anything. So um, this is when we get the shitty... Get over here and the thing coming out of <laughs> Scorpion's out. Oh, I hate it. I love that move because that's my go-to move every time. Uh, really quick, when we when I play any fighting game, when I'm playing, all my friends always got to have rules. You can't do the same move over and over. Especially <laughs> <laughs> uh, like if I'm E Honda, I like do that one quick ass hand. Oh, the hundred hand slap. Yeah, <laughs> that's my move because always, I always win. And this one, throwing that thing, get over here. I, I love doing that. Um, So they get into it, and I mean, nothing really happens when they're in the woods other than we see the shitty-ass CGI. 
Um, but then Johnny goes and runs and does a flying kick, and then I guess they go through a portal or something, and they end up in. For what for what I was told, uh, I can't remember who told me this is that that was Scorpion's realm, mm-hmm. and all the skulls and everything in there were the the people that he had defeated. I assume during Mortal Kombat, because because Mortal Kombat, I think that the the, the main story was um, the bad guys, uh, the Emperor and, and Shang Tsung, they have been ruling uh, Mortal Kombat. I they I think you're supposed to get like ten. Uh, this is what I'm reading on um, Wikipedia. If the realm of the outward achieve, outworld achieves ten. Uh, consecutive victories, its its emperor will be able to invade and conquer the Earth realm. So that was their main reasons. They needed to win 10 Mortal Kombats in a row so they can come to our world and rule. So that's uh, what uh, the bad guy's plan was. So, but uh, back to Johnny Cage and Sub-Zero, this was the fight. Once they get into Scorpion's realm... And they're on those little scaffold type things. Man, I'll give it to uh, both of these guys. Um, they, it looked like them fighting the whole time, except for yeah. the dumb little gymnastic moves that Johnny Cage did. <laughs> no those, need uh, for that. Those perfectly placed bars. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, they were kicking ass, and and it was good. I mean, there were if there was wire work, it was minimal, but. It was awesome because it was a lot of hand-to-hand and kicks. And this fight went on and on. It was the longest fight in the whole film. Um, The last fight, it was a little long too, but I don't think it was as long as this one. But this one was exciting because the the background music, uh, it was just rocking. I don't know who the band was, but it, it sounded hella good. And it just went with, with the fight because they were just kicking ass. But once um, Johnny Cage got kicked uh, off the scaffolds and kind of fell to the ground, I, I I love this move in the game. It looks awesome when Scorpion takes his mask off and, and it's a skull and he breathes fire. But in this, it, it was probably awesome in 95, but now I was like, <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, it, it still looked cool, though. I mean, Scorpion breathing fire with a skull face and everything, but Johnny holding up a shield to uh, stop the fire. Um, he picks up some kind of spear. He throws it at Scorpion. It, it cuts him, so that's when he kind of realized, all right, he's, he can be hurt. So that's when he jumps up and does the, the slice with the, the shield because it had all these little sharp things around it. Sliced him up, and blood started coming out. He was screaming, then he cuts uh, the side of the, the skull, and then he just he blows up. I did not like this thing at the end. One uh, scorpion blew up. There <laughs> <laughs> was uh, one of those eight by tens of Johnny Cage. What did it say? Oh, to my greatest fan, Johnny Cage. And so I always wanted to know because I was never really sure. Did Scorpion have that picture, or did it fall out of Johnny's pocket or something? I think Scorpion had it. <laughs> <sighs> Maybe I, that's how I got it. Because when Scorpion blew up, that's when it came falling down. Maybe, maybe he was his greatest fan, and, and that's why he wanted to fight him. I I don't know. 
Was there a need to put that picture in there? No. <laughs> so, but eh, it is what it is. Have you uh, have you seen the the Scorpion animated movie? No, I haven't. Uh, is it any good? It. Yeah, check it out. It's uh, it's on HBO Max. Oh, okay, cool. Um, they they fucking took off. Uh, they took this movie off of HBO Max. Yeah, you gotta go to the Peacock now. I don't, I don't, I don't understand these uh, streaming rights how they work. I mean, it'd have been cool. Yeah, you would have had all three on there, but no, they, they well, Annihilation is still there. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys yeah. want to brave that one. <laughs> but, um, and then we get the we we get a fight with uh, Liu Kang and uh, Sub Zero, which was cool. I I wished it was a little bit longer, uh, but it was a cool fight. I mean, I like. Um, I just like it. Look, I like how Sub Zero looked. I mean, what I loved that how Scorpion, Sub Zero, and Reptile look—they looked like how they looked in the game, mm-hmm. um, in the first game. So I thought that was cool. Reptile didn't come until the second second game. Um, <clears throat> I mean, but this fight was good. I mean, um, what's his name? Liu Kang. What's what's his real name? Uh, Robin Show. I mean, he he was a real deal. He he was he was bringing it to to Sub Zero, so I thought that was pretty cool. I do have but, a nitpick in this one though. Rewatching it, Raiden's not supposed to interfere at all in any way. He leaves the bucket of water that he uses to win the fight. You're not interfering. Well, he was interfering through the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> Because that one scene when it was uh, Johnny Cage, Sonya, and um, uh, Liu Kang, when they were talking to him, because remember they fought those, um, I guess they were ninjas or whatever, I don't know. They came out and and, uh, the three of them fought him. And then then Raiden, they were talking to Raiden, but then he was like, ah, you guys did good then, but what about those guys? And then they Uh. turned around and there was was a bunch of other dudes with, big buff dudes with like uh, cloth wrapped around their face. And they were getting ready to fight him. So. Oh, that was so bad. I was like, oh But isn't God. he supposed to be powerless there? In Outworld? I, I guess. I don't I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean they were they, they obviously knew who he was because they were scared of him because I don't think so. And his eyes got all electricity and then he held up his finger and some little lightning bolts. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> Christopher Lambert, I love you, but come on. <laughs> Again, he, he was just doing what, what? Excuse me, what was what was in the script? <laughs> so, but the the fight between Sub Zero and, and Luke Cage, I thought was pretty sweet. Um, even what's her name interfered, Princess Katana, because she had told him uh, you can defeat him by uh, using the element that that brings that that creates life. Yeah, and, which. Are we at the point where technically she should be dead? Because didn't she forfeit her match in Mortal Kombat? Well, she is the adopted daughter of the Emperor, no. so she <laughs> can do whatever she wants. Yeah, she's wishy-washy in this world. Okay. <laughs> or on this island. <laughs> so... And then Lou, luckily, Scorpion didn't just come in and just kick his ass really quick. All right, my nitpick for this fight. I loved it when they were fighting. I thought it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but why does it take Sub Zero to so long to 
to do what he needed to, to free to throw the freeze ball or, or whatever or anything in the video game. He just he just gets you whenever he feels like it. Yeah, it's like he has to power up. Yeah, I was like, uh, <laughs> I mean, he could have just easily just threw it and that would have been it. But um. So once Katana tells Lou what to do, he picks up the the bucket because he he's the element that brings life. And he goes water, and he grabs the bucket <laughs> and throws it. And luckily, it turned into an ice spike. I, yeah. I don't know how, but cool. <laughs> <laughs> and it stabs Scorpion, and then he freezes, and that that's the end of him. Turns into a giant one, too, because I don't even think that was that much water in the bucket. Yeah. Uh, all right. Maybe in this on this island, everything's more magical, but okay. <laughs> so, um, was uh, the Goro fight after this one? Yeah, because we get this stupid. Okay. I know I, I sound like I'm bashing this movie. I love this movie. But there is a lot of stupid scenes in it. You get the <laughs> scene where Johnny is telling Sonya that he is going to challenge Goro to a fight because he doesn't want to see anything happen to her and he can't lose her. I'm like, you just known her for like a couple days. <laughs> Don't you say you're doing this for me, Johnny Cage. I'm like, Ugh. She's so hot and he wants to touch the hiney. So, <laughs> <laughs> He's got to get his too, even other in other realms. Well, Lou, he can't get Princess Katana because Lou's all about that, and Sonya was the only other female on the island. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, because when they show Goro, I mean, he looks neat. He looks like how he looks in the video game. It's all uh, handmade effects. A uh, man in a suit, and they control with arms and eyes and all that. Cause he, it, cause he, cause they show that scene of him fighting other guys, but they don't show nothing. You just see guys ah, falling to the ground and ah, screaming, and then him ah. I was like, oh, come on. Oh, we 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 skipped over when he killed Art. You know, Art, that one fighter we were all <laughs> supposed to like get behind and feel sorry for when he dies. Well, that was uh, wasn't that Johnny Cage's friend or something? He said he's seen him fight before. Oh, that's it. Because Johnny was like, "No!" I was like, <laughs> "All right." I like when Sonya screams, "No!" And I was like, "I don't even think you ever talked to Art." <laughs> yeah. So, what was his name? Um, Art Lean. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever his name. <laughs> but then uh, that's when Johnny Cage uh, challenged uh, to fight Goro. All right, <laughs> it, it was it was a funny start, and then it just got real. It just got worse. Johnny's right there, uh, facing off with uh, Goro. Johnny strikes blood first. He squats down. I think he did a Van Dam with the splits. I don't know, or maybe yeah, just... <laughs> that was a uh, that was a move from the game where he did the splits, punch you in the nuts. <laughs> He punched him in the nuts, and I love how Goro looks because his bottom two arms, because he's got four arms, his bottom two arms are holding his his balls, and then the other arms are ah in the air. 
And then Johnny kind of just takes off, goes up the stairs, and then Goro goes and chases him. And oh, this CGI effect of that mountain that we're on looked horrible. Um, <laughs> Johnny's like hiding off to the side. Goro comes out, and then he goes, hey, and then kicks him in the face. And then he kind of falls and stumbles. And then he falls off the cliff. And he's hanging. What does Johnny say to him? He brings back that line uh, when he was filming that movie and the stuntman missed his cue and he was like, this is where you fall down. <sighs> and then girl just kind of loses his his grip and oh, yeah, and then that's that, it. Yeah, that's how he's defeated. That's why I was asking you, is, is he supposed to be stupid or something? Because this seemed too easy. In the movie, this he is. I mean, that. All right. I mean, he defeated a bunch of other guys that the, the, the show. But when he fights Johnny, it was it wasn't even a fight. I mean, I wanted to see Goro in action. Um, Johnny's they too good. I guess they could have CGI'd him up and had him fight. But uh, I don't know. It was a wasted moment for a character that's good in the game. So. I think at this point there was more talking and everything, but um, uh, did Shang Tsung didn't he challenge? No, that was later. He ended up grabbing uh, Sonia. Yeah, he then, challenges her to a fight. Yeah, and basically kidnaps her, and they're all basically they're trying to get to Sonia before because uh, of course Raiden's interfering again because he was like, you know, if she doesn't accept, then it's not a fight. Yeah, because he, because Shang Tsung grabs her and then pulls her through a portal to the outworld, and Johnny and Liu Kang are gonna run after her, but Raiden stops him. No, stop! And Johnny's like, "We gotta save her!" And then she's <laughs> ah, screaming. Oh my god, I, I didn't like that scream. She just, yeah, she looked hot and everything, but her scream was just, oh, I didn't like it. So they disappear into the outworld realm. And uh, did they go through the portal too? I kind of felt like I don't know if it was, there was a, just a portal there just to go through, or if Raiden again interfered and helped them out with a portal. Because he he told him, didn't he tell him that he couldn't go, but they yeah. they could? Okay, that's right. Because okay, he's he does have power because the island is. I keep I keep thinking the island's outworld, but the portal was to outworld where he has no reign over. So that's why he couldn't go. Yeah. So that's, they go through and it's like, like, like a city or something. There was a big old temple somewhere. I assume that's the emperor's lair or Shang Tsung's lair, but they're, they're walking around and they're like, Oh fuck man. All right, cool. Well, we, we, that's just, Sonya's probably over there, so let, let's go that way. <laughs> um, <laughs> I felt like that's what happened. She's over there. <laughs> yeah, she's got to be there. So we'll go that direction. <laughs> so, But Lou's like, hold on, wait a minute. And he kind of walks. Uh, because throughout the film, uh, the, the Shang Tsung did tell Reptile, look, you got to keep an eye on uh, Katana and everyone else that's here. So... He's in the realm now, the outworld. And then uh, Liu Kang kind of walks over to this wall, looks around, and reaches and grabs something, and it's it's reptile. 
he kind of blended into the background. Then he grabs him and then throws him on the ground and he falls on was that like a big statue of some yeah. kind of monster or demon or whatever? Something. <laughs> so Johnny Cage is just standing there like, what the fuck's going on? Uh but Reptile falls on it and then the the chest is open on that big statue thing and uh I don't know, something comes out of it. Crappy CGI. And then pulls reptile in, and then he becomes uh, the fighting reptile. He jumps up, kicks Liu Kang into this hole in the wall, and then they, he comes flipping in, and then then they, they start fighting. Uh, this fight was awesome too, before the the crappy CGI shit. But I mean, when it was hand to hand doing the flips and the kicks and everything, I thought uh, that was pretty awesome. Uh, throughout this whole film, I was still waiting for Liu Kang to do his moves. I mean, he's he's got a ton of moves in the game, but the main ones, the 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 double kick, or the flying in the air, million kick, oh the thing. bicycle kick, yeah, yeah, that and the the things that flew out of his hands, uh, the little fireballs uh, that he always did. So, but he, he didn't use any of that here. He was fucking kicking ass. And, and Reptile was, too, man. They were both uh, bringing it to each other. How did he defeat him? He did the bicycle kick. Oh, yeah. And he right. kicked him, I guess, so hard he went through the wall and landed and, I guess, turned back to a statue and turned into bugs or some shit. <laughs> That's right, because once he kicks him, after he does a bicycle kick and kicks him, he falls back outside. And then he turns back into uh, the statue or whatever it was. And then the how he looked before, that crappy little chameleon-looking thing. Uh, Liu Kang just walks up and steps on him and kills him. A little, kind of little Bruce Lee scene here. Yeah. Where he's just like, ah! <laughs> kind of. I was like, ah, all right. I mean, <laughs> You got an awesome fight scene, but that's how you can end it. Okay, <laughs> so um, they end up getting to the castle. They go in. They 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 hook up with Katana again, and then they go into the main chamber or whatever. You see the big Mortal Kombat symbol on the ground, and this is when Shang uh, for some or what's her name was all tied up. Um, Sonia gave her a new outfit and teased up her hair to make her look. Hot, okay, (laughs) whatever. Understand what's going on. (laughs) Are you about to kill her? You about to do some other things to her? I don't know what's going on here. You you just wanted to dollar up, (laughs) so. Um, yeah. So they get in there, and then they uh, was 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 uh, Shanks? I'm gonna fight Johnny Cage first. Before Lou challenged him? Yeah, I think he was trying to fight everybody else because he didn't want to fight. There was something about uh, Liu Kang because he's the, the descendant of Kung Lao. And I guess he was the chosen one. And I guess Shang Tsung knew that and was basically trying to fight everybody else but him. Yeah, so that's when Lou, I challenge you to Mortal Kombat. And- uh, they go all right, so they kind of gear up, and then the music kick the 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 main theme kicks in, and they commence to start whooping ass. I mean, I thought it was a good fight. I mean, I thought um, both of them had the skills, 
So it, it was good to see. Um, uh, I guess we, we, we missed the scene when, because it, they fought other guys before Shang Tsung, right? Yeah, because they stuck in there dressed like, I don't know, one of the, the servants or something. They had like them hoods or whatever over their heads. Yeah. And that's why there was other guys laying all over the ground. I don't know if they were dead or just knocked out. But Lou and Shang Tsung go at it. Um, there, there was some good mo- moments in here. Then they kind they start off on the floor, then they end up going up high into this like balcony area. Uh, and Lou, again, Lou's mad because Shang Tsung is the one that killed his brother. So um, he's kicking and kicking ass. The Shang Tsung kind of gets to the edge because he looks like he's pretty much defeated. And then Liu Kang does the little. Was that the fireball move? <laughs> Supposed to be. Yeah. They didn't show it, but you see a big flash and his hands, everything lit up. And then when Shang Tsung goes falling off uh, the balcony and there's these spikes that came out of the ground. And he's impaled on one of those and all, all the souls came out of him. Or no good word when Lou was fighting him and he was like, he, he grabbed him and souls were starting to come out of, uh, out of uh, Shang Tsung. Yeah, he was uh, losing his power. Yeah, because he was telling these are my souls and all this. And, all right, whatever. So Shang Tsung is dead. Um, I assume they got back on the boat or left the outworld realm and went back to to our our world, or Earth realm, or Earth world, or whatever they called it, Earth realm. So they got back there, and I assume they jumped back on the boat and went back to where uh, Liu Kang was from. Yeah, I don't know why they all went back there, but... Yeah, I mean, there was no need for Sonya and Johnny to go, but okay. But yeah, he was like, yeah, he was talking to to the monks there. Yeah, he did it. They defeated, and then all of a sudden, there's this huge uh, thunder thing in the background, and then we see the emperor, the outworld emperor. Um, What did he say? Did he say something? Um, I forgot what he said, but fucking... Lambert, Raiden Lambert, just he says something, and Lambert's just like, I, I don't think so. Oh. And then they all do, they all do their fighting pose, and then that's your the, film. The music kicks in. <laughs> um, uh, yes, yeah, sounds like we were talking shit. We were talking shit through this whole movie, but I still enjoy the movie for what it is. I mean, it yeah, was, again, it it was a good. Good time for uh, uh, an arcade movie, a video game movie. So I thought it was really good. I mean, I, I still love it because um, we had the crappy Street Fighter. Uh, if you guys haven't seen that, if you want, if you're curious, but I'm sure a lot of you have seen it and I know how shitty it is. Oh, we'll, we'll get to that one day. Ah, Van Damme, I love you, but damn. Yeah, he's American <laughs> in that one. Yeah, he is. Still had an <laughs> accent. <laughs> but, um, yeah, this movie's awesome. I mean, I still love it. I watch it from time to time. Or you can just go on YouTube and watch all the fight scenes because those, those are the most uh, exciting uh, parts of the film. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, for, again, it's 1995. Uh, it, it is what it is. Uh, the box off, the budget was $18 million. 
and it made a killing in the box office, $122.2 million. And, and if that isn't a hit, I, I don't know what it is. I mean, $18, $18 million is a lot to us, mm-hmm. but for a Hollywood film, that's that's that's, that's probably nothing. Yeah, that's 95, too. So. Yeah. But, I mean, Mortal Kombat, I mean, uh, where'd you say it was streaming? Tubi? Uh, no. The Peacock. Peacock. Right. And if uh, you want to watch uh, Annihilation, uh, I think that one's on HBO Max. Yeah, that, that's on there. All right, everyone. Um, we're we're going to come back the next one, next episode with Mortal Kombat Annihilation. And, ooh, <laughs> we got a lot yeah. to say uh, on that one. Um, yes, we do. I was excited when I oh, we get another one. Awesome. And then I seen it. <laughs> we'll talk about that one uh, on the next episode. But <laughs> again, we were talking a lot of shit about this film, but I still love it. It, it is. It is what it is. It does have its place in in movie history, mm-hmm. um, and it, it's cool. I mean, we immediately went home and started playing Mortal Kombat on Sega because we were so juiced <laughs> from from uh, watching this film. I, I love it. Uh, like I said, I just picked up the steel book with both films in it, and I, I love this film. Shit, I think we started play fighting in the damn movie aisle as soon as the music was, or the music hit at the end credits. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I agree with you. This this is still to this day uh, whatever over 20 years later one of the best uh, video game movies out there. They've tried many, 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 many times and failed and this one still stands out today. And like you said, we were talking shit, but we were just, you know, little nitpicks here and there. But it's it's also a favorite. favorite. Everybody knows I'm a physical media person, too. So I do have the, the double movie steel book. And, yep. And now we get to talk about Annihilation. <sighs> All right. Yeah. The, yeah. Get ready for that one, everybody. <laughs> so. Who knows? Maybe that one will be shorter. Cause oh fuck. <laughs> uh, but Mortal Kombat 1995, uh, directed by Paul W. S. Anderson. I mean, he's done a ton of movies, and this to me, this is one of his uh, his best ones. And I love the Resident Evil movies. I know a lot of people don't, and I loved Monster Hunter. So, but um, he he is what it is. But yeah, well. Uh, I think that's gonna be it uh with this episode um as far as east society we got another regular episode coming uh everyone check out if you guys haven't listened to it yet our uh, bonus episode where brian and i cover um fuck paradise, paradise Cove. Cove. um but everyone that did listen to it already thank you so much and uh we got more what's the next bonus one we're doing death trip Okay, for some reason I was thinking Death Valley, but that's that's another time, everyone. <laughs> um, yeah, so just uh, whenever we do the next East Society, I mean, I post it where I post it, and everyone uh, have at it. So when you're done with that one, shoot on over to Anchor and listen to everything over there. Um, I made this announcement before. All our uh, our um, our bonus episodes dealing with the stuff, the screeners uh, that we watch. Uh, Brian and I were putting them at. 
uh, on the Horror Returns Network as well as the East Society's Anchor feed. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely you can listen to it uh, either either or or help us out and listen to it twice on yeah. uh, our Anchor feed and the regular Horror Returns Network. So, but, um, All right, everybody. That's it because now I'm just rambling. So um, please be safe out there and uh, always remember to test your might. Yep, and like I said, we are in. We are currently re-uploading all old episodes, and I believe we just just now released uh, our newest episode, which was uh, Jacob's Wife in Byzantium. And our next episode will be uh, Werewolf Movies uh, with the 2021 Bloodthirsty and Neil Marshall's Dog Soldiers, and. Uh, I think that's it. Oh, yeah. Fucking Mortal Kombat Annihilation. And uh, Stream Fiends. Tribute to DMX. We're doing Belly. Keep the Shock G. Rest in peace, both of you. And until then, everybody be safe. <laughs>